and welcome to another episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I'm one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. This week, as always, we're bringing you another episode. Eric, before we start the show, I want to ask you how your week has been, because I haven't in a while. Um, pretty good week, yeah. Nothing yeah. terribly remarkable. I had some, um, well, some interesting things happened, I guess, uh, I'll share this with you, Logan. Yeah. Um, our home alarm system went off this week, mm-hmm. and the indication I received was that there was a problem with our oil burner. It had clicked off. I found an odd odor around the oil burner. Yeah. Um, it was pretty concerning. Yeah. I aired the house out and called the oil burner servicing company. Cool. For an emergency call out. Wow, this is gripping. Yeah, and incidentally, you think, oh, you don't need heat over the uh, summer, but uh, it's used for the hot water in yeah, the house. Yeah, want to take know. a hot shower. Or so, um, funny enough, they arranged a technician to come by the house later that day. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? That's weird. Why would the thing just click off? No Guess oil. What? No oil. No oil. Wow. You've heard this story before. Yeah, I was, I was there. Yep. So our uh, our tank ran dry. Funny enough, we're on that automatic delivery schedule that has never let us down for 15 or 16 years. Wow. Do you know why we ran out of oil for the first time? Uh, because of the coronavirus. Because we're home using a lot more oil than ever before. Mm-hmm. Just one more lesson learned. Yep. I'm sure we've lost many listeners from that story, <laughs> but it's, it's all right. Um, let's let's yeah. get on with the pod. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Flogging Molly this week. Not We're not Flogging Molly. We are talking about the band Flogging Molly. The band Flogging Molly. Yeah. I'm not sure Flogging Molly is for everyone. Yeah. Some of our listeners might um, give it a quick perusal and realize this is not for them, but if yeah. you don't know flogging molly mm-hmm. and you listen and you do like what you hear yeah i think it's going to really blow the barn doors off of your music listening experience wow. I, I really really enjoy this band i'd say personally it's not really for me but I, c- I can tolerate it it's not bad i i respect the musicians and what they're doing i think it's really great and very creative and good music i don't know if it's 100 percent for me though and before we start guys go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash Logan H. That's where you can find podcast, book, and personal brand merch. We have podcast clothing available now. Many designs. I'll leave a link in the episode description if you're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it were. You can just scroll down a bit on your phone, move your thumb or finger up a bit, and then click that link, and it'll bring you to our merchandise store where you can find Many, many, many shirts, sweatshirts, hats, face masks, everything like that. And the prices are as low as I can make them because they have a price cap. Plus, I'm running a 15% off sale. So hopefully that is good enough. And if it isn't, let us know and we'll figure something out. Anyway, that was my little promo this week. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. What do you know about Flogging Molly? I know they're an Irish-American seven-piece Celtic punk band. Yeah, funny enough, I was just reading up on the proper pronunciation of that word. It's Celtic, right? Celtic, yeah. yeah. It's one of the very few words in the English language, beginning with a C-E, that doesn't use the soft... That has a hard C. 
sound yeah um on account of its origins mm-hmm. which i'm not going to go into right now because i'm not aware of them. it's not a word history podcast but, it's um, a music history great podcast. that we both seem to be pronouncing it the correct way the though we'll, we'll get emails that we did it wrong yeah 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 apampod1 at gmail.com email us here uh, oh that reminds me logan i checked our inbox this morning really yes wow we got a request from a listener really Mm mm-hmm yeah more bad dad pirate jokes holy cow yep so um whereas your little humor corner what do you call it comedy corner um it's gonna deliver whatever jokes from you that it does yeah from the uh mine i have to respect the listeners and we're sticking with bad dad pirate jokes yeah i just want to give credit when credit is due or where credit is due for comedy corner i am going to be using the friars club encyclopedia of jokes until further notice so there you go all -hmm. right so about flogging molly yes irish punk celtic punk band just a lot of fun a lot of talent yeah they were formed in dublin in 1997 so they've been going on for about 23 years and they are still going on as you say i do believe um i just recently saw that they were playing um shows in the united states until you know uh that sort of thing was indefinitely canceled yeah but they're uh definitely very much active Uh uh-huh i want to tell the listeners very quickly we haven't been doing this much i want to talk about their musical style with you because they're like well what the heck do they play i know celtic punk but i've never really heard that before it's basically boisterous celtic punk basically like a pirate themed song like salty dog or more somber songs like uh far away boys or more rock songs like any of their others a lot of the music you could imagine playing at say four in the morning as they're closing the bar yeah in an irish pub you know Mm -hmm. but closing the pub correct um a lot of them seem very traditional in nature they seem like a new fun rock punk spin on Mm -hmm. some old irish classics yes you'll see what i mean when you listen to some of our suggestions yeah and i think it's safe to say i can play a little snippet of a song for you here very quickly perhaps. i want to i want to play salty dog for you I'll, I'll find that you can keep well, informing the listener in the meantime i'm going to recommend the first song it's um not necessarily most characteristic of their style more of a slower moving i wouldn't say ballad would you call it a deep cut i don't think it's a deep cut either it's become one of their most popular songs wow but it's the song that turned me on to them if I ever leave this world alive. If I ever leave this world alive, you are correct. I stole your thunder there. I feel bad. We'll re-record that. Nah. <laughs> Kidding. But yeah, check that song out, everyone. I think you'll like it. And if you don't, it's not for you, but I have a feeling you will like it. Yeah, this is a bit of Salty Dog coming at you right now. Interesting. Yeah. I would say that also doesn't really characterize the way they play most of the time. They're usually a little more... uh, Here's Seven Deadly Sins. I feel like that might... Okay. Yeah, if you... um, 
if you dig a little deeper and listen a little longer, you'll hear it turns into a much bigger, more electric rock sound. <laughs> I think we that's have, the uh, Kilbourne High Road. Wish we could let our listeners hear a little bit more. Yeah, <clears throat> but it's just impossible. We'll get there. We'll get there one day. Our budget is a little bit too low for that. Yeah. That is not Flogging Molly. No. That's anyway, salt and pepper. Folks, anyway. check out Flogging Molly. If I ever leave this world alive, another song that you might want to check out, Logan. Yeah. What were you thinking of? Uh, I was thinking of Seven Deadly Sins for one of them. To yeah, that's a out. great one. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I yeah. would say <clears throat> another great song to really get a good idea what they're all about. What's Left of the Flag. Yeah. You'll cool. enjoy those songs. Check them out, everybody. Yeah. What's up to the flag? Seven Nelly Sins, If I Ever Leave This World Alive, and Salty Dog, because that sounded very cool when it opened. And check it out on their own YouTube channel so they get the credit they deserve. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that's a throwback to one of our episodes long ago. It was probably like two months ago, but yeah. I don't Feels know like about you. I don't know about you, but I'm yeah. ready for real or fake. Welcome aboard, everyone, once again to Real or Fake. Wow. Happy to have you on the ship. Thank you. I'm going to steer this puppy right into a little very exciting dilemma for logan wow because i've got two stories of equal quality today neither of which are being read they're both coming off the top of my head one's real one's fake yes so i think i'm gonna be able to fool you this time logan that's amazing i know you excitedly told me uh this morning that you were going to do something a little off the cuff a little off the top of your head as it were will be and was you're going to say this completely without any script Yes. Great. I mean, we script the entire show, so it's very bold of you. But do you want to go first? Uh, I think I did last week, so you can go. Logan, story number one. Yeah. Coming to you, excuse me, from Idaho, which is one of the states in the United States of America. Aware. Famous for... Potatoes. Potatoes and um, other things a little more exciting, like some great skiing. Yeah. But... Our story involves potatoes this week. One of the oldest potato-producing farms, which is run by an old family that's been in their family for something like six or seven generations, has reported that this year's potato crop is nearly entirely defunct and unusable. Wow. Because of an infestation of guess what? What? underground they're finding holes in nearly all of the potatoes oh no how is that possible worms snakes oh god isn't that awful i forget the the type i'm not going to read it right now yes their entire season's crop is most likely going to reap them zero this year because of snakes very sad very expensive especially when it comes to all the people they employ Yes, that's it's very serious. That, they're hoping that insurance will help them out. Was this this year? 
Yes. So in addition to the coronavirus pandemic. In addition. Wow. But we send our thoughts and yes. we hope that your crops do better in the future. That's right. And obviously they wouldn't have been ready to be harvested or dug, as we say in the industry, uh, yeah. for a few months. But yeah. that's the truth. Story number two. Wow. So just to refresh, story number one, no potatoes this year because of snakes. snake potatoes. No relation to the rumors of um, snakes or lack thereof in Ireland, which has been completely discredited by Snopes, of course. Yes. St. Patrick <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Um, story number two, from Russia, which is a love. nation on our earth. Wow. So from one state in the U.S. of A., to one nation on our earth Russia a little kitty cat got frostbite on all four of her paws oh no female cat that's horrible however she's up and running and doing all the things she used to again thanks to replacement titanium feet guess how they made them how 3d printer great success yes that's perfect so little kitty cat named something like Clinko, Kinka, something like that. They should name her Titanium. Yeah, well, she already had a name. She just didn't have feet anymore. Rename her. Frostbite leads to 3D printing. Great success, as you say. High five. Storm number one, potatoes. Storm number two, kitty feet. I'm going to go out on a limb and say kitty feet is the fake story this week. I don't think you can 3D print Titanium. If you get it hot enough, yes, but I feel like that's fake. Well, let me show you the photos. Oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. So right. I'm wrong. <clears throat> 3D printed titanium limbs. So you didn't have to go out on a limb. Look oh. at that cute cat and those cute oh, little lovely. paws. Yeah. Does she not have ears? Oh, no, she has them. She's just like furball. Oh, I see. Um, she looks like such Dimka. a buzz. Dimka. Dimka. Okay, cool. She's standing tall on her new titanium paws. Brought to us from livescience.com if you want to Great. check out that story folks awesome. and no no the potatoes aren't being ruined by snakes that's good that's yeah. good all right time for my stories story number one a young man from avalon california experiences the impossible on his bert on his boat <laughs> early saturday what was morning. he doing on his bert <laughs> real sesame street fan yeah all right just to reiterate a young man from Avalon, California, experiences the impossible on his boat early Saturday morning. The Catalina Islander reports Ethan Moliker was taking an early morning boat excursion with his fiance and child when the unbelievable occurred. A humpback whale, over 44 feet in length, jumped out of the water just 20 feet away from his boat. It was a lucky event for the humpback whale viewing season starts in mid-May in California, and it was thought that whales wouldn't be seen this early in the season. Thankfully, no one was injured. Wow. Um, did they get soaked? Did yes, the they did get, get soaked. Did the boat get ruffled? It got rocked quite a bit. You can see the whole story on CatalinaIslander.com. Really? Well, that's a little bit too much detail. Okay. All right. Catalina boat humpback whale. Well, it was an Avalon, but it's, it's the Avalon-based newspaper called the Catalina Islander. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that Avalon is on the island of Catalina, but I don't know. All right. Story number two. Interesting. One may never know. Story number two is a bit shorter, but I found it just as interesting as the first one. California woman dreamed about eating engagement ring, 
and woke up to find that she really did. Quote, I popped that sucker off, put it in my mouth, and swallowed it with a glass of water. And quote, Jenna Evans wrote in a Facebook post about the ordeal. I'll tell you this much. Yes. Just because it's on Facebook doesn't make it true. Yeah. <laughs> but well. a woman claiming to. Very interesting information because that one, I'll be honest with you, yeah. <clears throat> that sounds familiar as though I've read that story in my past. However, in doing some fact-checking right now, I see that Avalon is a town on the island of Catalina in California. Well, yeah, that's why the newspaper is called the Catalina Islander. Ooh, wow, this is very, very tricky. I'm saying false to your first story. So my story about the humpback whale was false? And anyway, people see humpback whales sometimes. Yeah. You're absolutely correct. Tell me about humpback whales. Well, I'll tell you about this ring that she ate. Dreaming about a big old ring on your finger can be pretty common. But sometimes dreams take weird turns. Just ask Jenna Evans. When I woke up in the morning... There was, um, there's no ring on my finger. The 29-year-old says it all started with a wild dream about jewelry thieves. And I was having a very uh, action-packed, exciting dream um, about a cargo train and some villains, very James Bond. Very and cool. in the dream, my fiancé told know me that I needed to swallow my engagement ring. You're going to skip ahead 15 seconds. I, yep, diamonds in the stomach. I saw, you know, my, my rib cage. Can you pause it for me? Yes. As enthralling as her commentary is, did you happen to see in your story if it was ultimately retrieved? Uh, no. But no? I will check. Well, they had I an x-ray of it in her belly, right? Yeah, so probably... Well, I'm guessing probably she gonna has be okay. the ring back in her possession yeah. one way Let's or see. another. Let's Hopefully surgery down. wasn't required. Continue reading. Let's see. She has a history of sleepwalking. Uh, she woke up. There was no ring on her finger. Uh, they inserted a camera down her throat to find it. Wow. She started to cry. She thought she'd die from the procedure. Aww. And Katarina. she got the ring back. And she was named not Katarina. Jenna. I was thinking of Catalina Island, I suppose. Oh. So yep. Katarina gets her ring back. Awesome. Jenna. But Either way. Tomato, tomato. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Weekly Wisdom, brought to you by your host, Logan, and his sidekick, Eric. Mostly Logan. Mostly Eric, actually. Let's I'm going to stick with the pirate jokes. You stick with the wisdom. All right. This week's wisdom is brought to you by Life Hacks. Ten teas to try when you have a headache ginger tea have bad breath black tea have the jitters passion flower tea have allergy sniffles nettle tea have have 3 p.m cravings that's very specific 3 p.m cravings green tea funny enough yeah. I, I had a little green tea in the afternoon recently did it quench your yeah i just i had a hunger? hankering for something and it was pretty low cal yeah feeling unintelligent i think it's pronounced ging Ginkgo tea. Yeah. Feeling unintelligent saying that. I should drink some of it. Mm -hmm. Want to sleep? 
valerian tea, have a sweet tooth licorice tea, have belly woes, aka a sore stomach, peppermint tea, or want a faster calorie born, burn oolong tea. Logan, the pronunciation that, is that off reminds the me of another dad joke that my dad told me more than once. Yep. I'll be happy to share that right now because I've got a pirate one lined up for our signature segment later. All right. You mentioned ginkgo as being a tea for um, intelligence. Yeah. There was a supplement that was very popular a while back, ginkgo biloba, that they said would help people, especially as they got older, with um, memory, memory issues that would help with memory loss. Yeah. My dad, more than once, told me that he had forgotten to take his ginkgo biloba. Oh, what's that? Do you get it? What's that? I just explained oh. it to you. <laughs> oh, it's for memory, isn't it? That's yeah. the joke? It sure is. Wow, that's that's very funny. I'm trying to get a pirate sound What's funny here. is that he forgot that he had told me that joke more than once. <laughs> Maybe that was the joke. I suppose it was. Pirate sound effects. Let's see. No need. No, no need. it's for a bad dad pirate jokes. Uh, pirate yard. Yard sound. Nope. Here we go. Wow. Welcome to Bad Dad Pirate Jokes, everyone. Hey, Logan. Yes. Remember we talked about the Beastie Boys? Yeah. Several episodes back. Uh-huh. You know what the Pirates' favorite Beastie Boys song is? What? You gotta fight for your right to... Party! <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right. I have a joke of my own. Uh, let's see. Do I though? I have to find I one that's I appreciate PC. that you came to our recording so prepared. My school is so tough that the school newspaper has an obituary column. Norm Crosby. Can we say that? Can we say that? Yeah. Sure, you can say anything you want. That's right. America. Yeah. That's it's a edgy joke. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Great. That's exciting. How Thank about you. this one? I'll lighten it up a bit. Never try to teach a pig a sing. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Never try to teach a pig to sing. It wastes your time and it annoys the pig. Funny enough, another line I heard all the time from my dad. Yep. That's all for me. That um, can be related to um, some frustrating classroom experiences that some teachers have had. Mm -hmm. I won't expound. Read between the lines, though, please. Yes, I will. I am. I have. Super. This yeah. has been an exciting, quick little pod this week. Yeah, I think it's like episode 48 of the show. So we're coming up on a year, guys. June's, July 2nd is one year we've got a real doozy lined up for our 50th episode yes we we we've been talking do. about it for a long time yeah it's going to be very special i'd like to remind everybody that just because 50 is so special doesn't detract at all from yeah. 49 it does not that's going to be pretty spectacular too yeah you take a beautiful number like seven multiply it by it's an so equally Beautiful number seven. Yeah. 49. It's pretty special. Yeah. 50's great. 50's great. 49's 
Just you know, good. 25, that's the amount of cents in a quarter. Double that, you get 50. So equally as special. But next week, we have quite the 49th episode spectacular for you guys. So make sure to listen in. Without further ado, let's end the show. Hope you all have a great week and try to stay positive. All right. Bye, everyone.